Hello and welcome to Healing from Within. I am your host, Cheryl Glick, author of The Living Spirit, which shares stories of spiritual awakening, spiritual communication, healing energies, miracles, and ways to find and refine your inner source. I am delighted to welcome Jim Self, author of A Course in Mastering Alchemy, a complete set of personal energy tools to help you change your attitude to life and so transform it and to experience physical and energetic life as it creates a new pathway for humans to walk now and well into the future. Hello, Jim, and thank you so much for joining us today on Healing From Within. Thank you, Cheryl. My pleasure to be with you. Jim, as listeners of the show are well aware, my guests and I share our search for understanding life in its multidimensional context and to reach out to universal forces that are helping us master our human and divine potential. As we come to understand life in these realities, we can help humanity and the earth to its intended state of well-being, peace, and happiness. In today's episode of Healing from Within, we will discover the teachers of light and how those in the non-physical realm who know all of the possibilities and probabilities of what's possible are helping those in this three-dimensional life to recreate and change within the physical so we may achieve a higher state of consciousness. Jim, I always love to ask my guests to think back to their childhood and to remember a person or a place, an experience or in a dream that might have shown them or others what would be their life path and interest and what would be valuable to them in their adult life. So think back for a minute to something. Oh, I don't have to think at all. So in, in my reality... Uh, today, as in my childhood, that this communication has always been in my reality, and so for the most part, you know, we grow up, we we start out dragging our blanket around, or our little doll around, or our connection to spirit. That's the connection for a little child. That's I'm connected. I need this. It's the physical manifestation of that spiritual connection. In my reality, that that voice never went away. You know, most children begin to absorb themselves into the third dimensional reality, and mom, dad, teacher, minister become very prominent, and mom, dad, teacher, minister begin to have a better idea of how to run your life, guide your life, direct your life than you do. And as a little kid, you basically say, okay, and when they say stop playing tea and talking to those invisibles at the chair, you look at them, you look at the angels and the archangelics and what you know, and you say, okay, I'm here for this adventure. And you turn it off. And when you turn it off, you turn off your clairvoyance, your clairaudience, your clairsentience, all of those great spiritual abilities that are aligned with the inner guidance system that allow you to discern what you're experiencing in your immediate vicinity. And we turn that off as little children. I didn't turn it off. Well, you know, it's interesting, but you mentioned the little <clears throat> doll, and I had a little doll, and I used to go into the closet, and I used to talk to this little plastic 
you know, cheap doll. It was a little boy doll. And I, I wanted to know the answers to why I was even here in this yeah. place because the grown-ups didn't seem to have any clue or idea of this connection to spirit or to the wonderment of life. Like I would almost fly when I was running. I would almost be so expansive in my, sure, in my sure. joy and, and also in my crying. I would be either laughing or crying because so much energy was being uh, absorbed by me and I was so sensitive uh, to mm-hmm, energy. Sure. But I turned yeah. it off for a while just to be able to uh, meet up to the expectations of family and parents and life. And then things started to happen, and I, you know, decided this is the truth. This is the real reality, and I will <clears throat> use my talents and gifts to put forward into the world this energy that runs through us, this divine uh, connection to all of life, and carry it to the end and, and affect as many people as I could with this wisdom and this knowledge. But as you... You never shut it down, but there was a t- period of time when I guess I I needed to or felt I needed to and then picked it up again. But that's a very interesting way that you described it. Let's go on to, you begin the book by discussing the Teachers of Light and Archangel Metatron. Can you tell us who they are and the pathway they open for us to become conscious of our personal evolution and ascension? Well, when the fall of consciousness happened, it happened in the physical. Now, the fall of consciousness story is an absolutely stunningly amazing story, and it's very unlike what you learn in religions. There was no bad angel. There was no wars. There was no... All of those things didn't happen that way. And that that comes from the stories and the conversations with Uriel and Metatron and Zatkael and Raphael and Mother Mary and all of them. But what happens in in the in the process when we um, when we start to look at ourselves, we we, we basically uh, always have this connection. But one of the things in the third dimension that we learn to do particularly when you shut down all of those spiritual things right at the age of, you know, six months, one year old, two years old, is the world says, I know better. And and we begin to then adapt to that, and we look outside for our well-being, for our approvals, for our yes. support. But see, that inner guidance system sits within the heart. That's the one that says, I can discern, I can choose, I can observe, I can act or not act. In that inner space, as you begin to give up your seniority to the mom, dad, teacher, minister, and you begin to look to the world for your validation and your, your structural sense of yourself, one of the things that we do is we spend a lot of time looking at our past and hoping in our future. But in present time is where we experience ourselves, and it's in present time where those communications with the Archangelics and all the others exist. So as you begin to stay in present time and you begin to look now to your question, it was humans, uh, that's not quite accurate, it was those of us, you, me, or everybody, in spiritual nature 
having an experience in physical dimension. Physicalness is, we, we think physicalness is everything. Physicalness is like a single drop of water in the vastest oceans of the universe. It's only a little aspect of creation, but in our limitedness, we think it's everything. So it's in the, in the excitement uh, spirit beginning to experience density. They kept taking it into deeper density and more, uh, more density. It was a wonderful experiment. And at some point, the experiment had a wobble. And so we'll call that for here the fall of consciousness. But it was the spirit in physical that created the wobble. And it's the spirit in physical that has to undo the wobble. So the, all these great spiritual beings, they know the probabilities and the possibilities, but it's you and me in physical form that has to undo this third dimensional construct of separation, limitation, and fear. You see, we came here to play this game, and we played the game really extremely well, more successful than, than was even anticipated. And it's time to go home. So what we are doing is we're moving from this very restricted box called the third dimension, if I could just call it that, which is very constructed in specific rules and structures into a fourth dimensional space, which has different rules and structures as does the fifth dimension. But right now, humanity has access to the fourth, fifth, and sixth dimensions. And it's the fifth dimension that we are most interested in experiencing self. In the fifth dimension, it's a state of well-being, respect, dignity, appreciation, kindness, gratitude, humility, all the things if we said to somebody, what would you like to see the best of the best and live that life, what would it look like? And it would be those kind of words. But what happens is to get from here to there, which is simply one breath, you can't take your baggage with you on this journey. And what you're watching now in the world is the transition that's occurring in the shifting of consciousness. And the baggage is all the stuff you've accumulated in the third dimension. And a great amount of what you've accumulated in the third dimension is a set of beliefs that are really very inaccurate. Yes. We, we grow up with mom, dad, teacher, minister, and one of the things that we constantly hear is something's wrong with you. You're not attractive. You don't fit. You're not smart. You're never going to succeed. You're not as good as them, et cetera, et cetera. That's what the third dimension says. And then what we do is we hear that, and it's as if we are handed something. And the something doesn't feel very good. And the something is confusing most of the time. And the something doesn't belong to us but what we do is it's as if we accept this gift you're not okay and then we walk around is trying to figure out what did I do wrong now how many times have you asked yourself that what did I do wrong what's wrong with me well there, there is well, nothing wrong with I'd, you. I'd have to say to you Jim I never say that <laughs> Thank well, goodness, somebody because does. somebody, people do say that because they don't have this sense of connection, this sense of knowing they're not alone, this sense of knowing they're more than their physical body and something yes. exists beyond. Once you have that, you no longer say that to yourself. 
But and you have to figure out how to find that. Right. That is the key, and that's what we're living through now. So many people finding out that there is so much more to us, to life, to what we are, where we come from, where we go, home, as you as you just expressed, we're going home. And, and the finding of this is the true gift of life. And I think bits and pieces of our soul are taken away from us as children because we're born with this feeling, this knowingness. And, and then we spend the rest of our life, many of us, trying to retrieve it and make ourselves whole and make ourselves we are all connected and interconnected. So, yeah, it, it's a process. And for those who work through it and can get rid of the baggage, as you say, and leave behind this life of duality, right or wrong, good or bad, rich or poor, boy or girl, it, none of it means anything. And we've been taught it's everything. And it has limited us and, and caused so many of the problems we're living with right now. But we need these problems, obviously, to go to the next level as we're talking mm -hmm. about it. So tell us something more of the light workers. You list them, and I'm very fascinated with them because I work with them as well. And some of our uh, listeners uh, might not be uh, as aware of them as you and I are. So tell us something and um, some that you're working with and personally perhaps more than some of the others. There are many of them. So what are your uh, light workers that you're uh, working with? Yeah, now I can do that. But we are moving very fast away from the opportunity to understand how to get there. See, the, how do you get there is all about you beginning to become aware of you. When I say you, I'm talking to the audience. The beings, these great beings, are always there. They never left. We did. Mm. We turned away and said to the outside world, what do I need to make you like me? What do I need to do so I fit in? And what do I need to do so I'm safe? And all those answers are generated outside and away from yourself and so what we do is we turn away from that inner guidance system you see Yeshua Mother Mary Anna the mother of Mother Mary um, Metatron Melchizedek Zadkiel Uriel Raphael Gabriel and on and on they never left mm -hmm. they sit right Thank in you. that yeah. they sit in that sacred heart so the key is to the individual how do I find how do I get safe? How do I get grounded? How do I find the center of my head? How do I begin to think from the heart and observe the world out there without being part of the world out there? Now, that doesn't mean the earth goes away and the noise goes away. It's simply I'm in the world, but I'm not part of that world. And when you begin to find sets of tools that allow you to get comfortable with yourself and recognize I can observe and choose rather than follow along as a lemming over the edge of the cliff, then I begin to start on a journey that allows me to know myself. And that's what this book is all about. That's what the course is all about. And the course is not a weekend course. It's a journey. It's a complete different way of looking at a reality that you've always looked at but just didn't pay attention from to this angle. In a different way. And it's a lifetime journey and perhaps 
well, not perhaps, many lifetimes, <laughs> because the experiences are going to go on and on, and we're always going to be evolving and changing and part of this eternal life force. So, you know, when I was going to, to develop my own intuitive uh, abilities and connection to higher consciousness, uh, there were many times when I felt Mother Mary and Jesus around me and found out about Anna, who was Jesus' grandmother, and Mary Magdalene. I was handed a big book on Mary Magdalene, and I was wondering, why are these coincidences happening? Uh, and you describe them as a trio, the women uh, uh, as a trio of uh, workers to bring feminine and masculine energies together. And uh, when my daughter was pregnant with her first child, she asked me what I wanted to be called. And I thought about it for many months, and then I came out with Grandmama. I wanted to be called Grandmama. And then a Reiki student brought me a book, not knowing any of this, and, and just handed me this book on Anna, Woman of Miracles. And it was a story of Anna, um, you know, Jesus' grandmother. And at the end of the book, a Roman soldier came in. He had helped uh, Mary to take Jesus out of the city when they were killing all the newly born boys because it was prophesied that a Messiah was going to be born. And it's many years later, and the soldier comes back looking for Anna, and Jesus is now about 17 years old, and he tells Julian, that's his name, to wait in the garden as his grandmama would soon be home. And I... I said to myself, how strange it is what the soul remembers, how deeply buried within us are the remember, remembrances of things that uh, you don't know with your conscious mind, but somehow know with your unconscious mind. And I was very amazed by all that at a time when I really didn't understand all these connections, and it would take a while for it all to be clear. So the the point is that we never forget who we are or where we come from or what re reality and life is really about. It's just buried within us and has to be retrieved and remembered. That's why I asked the question at the beginning of the show, to think back. Sometimes people think back even before this lifetime to experiences that they've had. And it is all part of this discovery of who we are as energy eternal beings, having this physical life, but being much, much more than that. So let's go on to something else. Why are so many people now becoming aware of a big change within themselves? Why now? When has this process really started to move very quickly? Well, this process began in 1987 with the harmonic convergence and then numbers of steps happened but the real shift was in 2012 and a lot of people were very excited about 2012 and then it came and it went and everything seemed to be the same but but if I was making an analogy it was as 2012 was like changing the operating system in your computer and when you do that you install it and the computer says okay, now wait a minute, I have to kind of process here. And then the computer says, all right, shut it down and then turn it back on. And then everything begins to settle in. Well, 2000 and 
2012 was the changing of the operating system. And in 2012, some numbers of things happened of great proportion, but one of them was the doorway to the third dimension, what we call third dimension. See, third dimension is not the trees, the chair, the window, the house. That's form. Third dimension is the format in which you move around in it, which is fear and duality, linear time, separation. And one of the things happened at 12, 12, 12 minutes after 12 on that day of 12, 12, is Metatron said, there will never be another child born into the third dimension as of this moment. And so that's a really big thing that happened. But as you're now starting to watch the world shift, you're watching a world that is shifting into a new human species. There is a new human being created, and it's really quite remarkable. But what you are watching right now is you can't take your baggage with you. You can't take, I'm not okay, I'm not attractive, I'm not smart with you. You simply are letting all the internal alignments now are beginning to bubble to the surface. They're, everything's coming to the surface. So when you watch the external world, you're just simply watching the manifestation of the internal world making a very significant shift in its process. There will be many who will get very stuck in this shift. There will be many who will begin to recognize that there are choices. There will be many that will begin to choose that fifth dimensional awareness of well-being. And those stratas of consciousness will all exist simultaneously for some period of time. Yeah. You know, what was very interesting to me, <laughs> what you just said is exactly true. The children... I deal with young children in my office, and uh, they always come over to me because I don't know whether they're aware of just I'm joyful and happy, and I don't expect anything for them, and I always have a smile for them, and I have this fabulous blue light in my office that they can come in and touch and make designs, and they just feel free and open, and these are the children you're talking about. Uh, they're being born with very special gifts and talents, and some physical uh qualities that they're going to have to work through, like we all did, uh, all gifted children did throughout time. But the other day on television, I saw some of the young people uh, from the shooting down in Florida. Yes. And as I listened to them and looked at their faces and their determination and the beautiful things that they were saying about the unity and they would have a march for life. I could feel what you're talking about here and what I've been talking about for the last 20 years, that the change is very real and they will not quit uh, this new millennial. I would say all the young people 30 years and under are of this fiber and this spiritual um, essence to help make the change because they won't buckle. They will go forward with this truth, without baggage, and with just love and unity, and it will shape the world from America outward because America has been uh, the blueprint for democracy and, and to uh, respect humanity and freedom from the very beginning 240 years ago. 
it was the plan and hopefully we will be an example for the world and these children those adults you and I people like us can help and they will do what they have to do to help make this shift uh do you feel that also when you were listening yes. to those children yes but it's not just the children of america it's the millennials and they are in every country every corner of the earth every level of race creed state of economic being yes these individuals know themselves and they're remembering themselves in ways that are going to be really really quite astonishing in the next 15 years specifically right so we can look forward to that and in the chaos out of the darkness comes the light right the phoenix who rode rose out of the ashes we're going to have some challenging times but the shift is happening and we're part of it everyone can be part of it they don't have to run or hide they have to participate when you participate in life you're part of the light when you go away from it into duality and third world thinking as many have uh, then then you're you're you know how can i say you're not in a reality of truth you're in something that is past the time has passed and however it happened it only seems to be to me the last 20 years that all this has happened but maybe it was in the works for years before maybe it wasn't so new so i want to thank you jim self author of a course in mastering alchemy and thanks to those in spirit for the guidance of so many of these enlightened higher vibrational beings the teachers of light who assist us to remember our true eternal state of being and offer us the many personal energy tools to transform and to regain a level of higher consciousness beyond the distractions of our third dimensional thinking in order to serve all realms and all life forms to purchase this very comprehensive and valuable aid to your own personal growth in these changing times go to that mastering alchemy.com masteringalchemy.com or go to amazon where you can purchase the book thank you in summarizing today's episode of healing from within we have journeyed with the teachers of light and with jim who have waited a long time for earth and humanity to raise up to their realized state of divinity and to act and journey from now on in this present moment as we throw away the chains restrictions separation and rigidity of thinking that has caused us to forget our natural state of eternal light and life jim channeled these words you create the living light body not from third dimensional thinking of past future time structure but from being in present time fully aware and focused you are successfully beginning to reshape rewire and align yourself with your own truths and with who you really are you are on your way to becoming aware of being aware instead of unconscious of being unconscious I am Cheryl Glick, host of Healing from Within, and invite you to visit my website, CherylGlick.com, 
to listen to and read about visionaries, spiritualists, scientists, physicians, psychologists, energy healers, musicians, and artists explore our physical and metaphysical realms of life. Shows may also be heard on webtalkradio.net and dreamvision7radio.com. Thank you.